0: If there's one thing I know for sure, it's that I'm gonna say a little bit too much. This is oversharing with me, Erica Shea. Oh my goodness! Happy Tuesday, everyone! It actually yesterday was World Mental Health Day, and if you know anything about me, or if you've been listening to this podcast for even just last week, you know that that's something super important to me. And I just I couldn't pass up a week where that was at the top of mind for everyone without talking about it myself and uh, I don't have all the answers. I'm never going to have all the answers, especially on this topic because I am not like a doctor. But I really believe that part of the reason I do what I do is just to make people feel less alone and to remind people that whatever they're going through is okay and they can talk to someone about it and they can talk to me about it if they need to. And there are so many ways to get help. And I just... I just want to talk more about that than I ever have before. I know last week we actually talked a bit about therapy and I'm like so happy that I did because I just, sometimes you just need to be honest about the things that you're dealing with on the inside because we live in such a weird world where everything seems perfect and I think you guys probably could be listening to these episodes and be like, she's figured it all out, you know, she's got the job, she lives in the amazing city, she has the new boyfriend, her friends are amazing, like all these things are true But that doesn't mean that everything feels perfect and that doesn't mean that like certain mental health struggles go away. Like I still deal with my anxiety a lot, actually a lot because things are good. Um, Thank you, self-sabotage of the brain. But just because things look so good and because things are so good doesn't mean that I'm cured or I'm fixed or I never have struggles. So I know that sometimes it can be hard to talk about mental health, especially if you don't have a group of people in your life who talk about it regularly. I understand that talking about mental health, opening up to someone, saying I need help, saying I'm I'm going to go through or I'm going through this thing and I'm going to go to therapy or I'm going to seek help for it. That can be really hard. And I feel so fortunate that not only are my friends really open about it, but even from a young age, like my mom put me in therapy when I was younger because I was kind of a nightmare. And I feel like my siblings and I are really open about it. And I just feel really lucky that I've been given these people in my life who don't think twice when I'm like, hey, I'm having like a gnarly anxiety attack or like, hey, I have therapy today. Even when things are good, I still do my therapy appointments because I think it's just important sometimes to like talk through the little things in life and figure out what you can do better or how you can better help yourself get through even the little struggles. Right. So honestly, I know it can be hard to talk about and I know that it's not fully normalized yet, though we've made so much progress even just since I was younger. But that's why I'm so open with you guys about my therapy and about, you know, things I've been through. And World Mental Health Day is literally all about raising awareness and like normalizing this conversation and I, I'm i just like so thankful that I know so many people who are receptive to that and who are open with it. And it's funny because like, you know, it's this thing that we say like, oh, it can be hard to admit or like it can be hard to ask for help or it can be weird. You can feel weird going to a therapist for the first time, something like that. And I remember... I don't remember how old I was, but I was pretty young and I think I was having like a lot of tantrums and I was a little too old to be having them and my mom made me go to therapy and I just remember telling her like, no, that means something's wrong. And I'm pretty sure she said like, no, it doesn't. It just means like I want to help you feel better or something. At the time, I was really resistant to it. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to talk about anything. I don't even know what I was going through other than like being a youngest child or whatever, but I'm so grateful that like the normalization of therapy started then. And I went again. I think I only went to like one or two appointments back when my parents split up. And then I started going again more regularly in college because I was experiencing such extreme anxiety. And it it was like impacting my daily life. Um I was having a bit of like culture shock. I was just felt so lost. I didn't have friends. I wanted to transfer schools. And luckily I didn't transfer schools. I ended up making incredible friends and kind of finding my place there. But um, because of my struggle with anxiety in college, it led me to a more regular relationship with therapy. And something else I honestly have never really talked about, at least on a podcast, and I'm like kind of sweating right now thinking about it. But I've had a really difficult relationship with like food and eating and body image for most of my life. And it wasn't until after college, probably when I was 23 or 20, I probably when I was about 23, um, I finally got help for that. And going to get help for that relationship that I had with like food and body image, I believe changed my life. Um, I grew so much as a person I think those years are really transformative as it is but I really believe that I grew so much as a person through figuring out kind of why I struggled with that and it, it ended up being like very much so a control thing for me and I don't you know I'm not gonna like go into the like deep deep dives of it but like that is something I've gone through and I started going to therapy. I mean, at one point it was once a week and then we went to twice a month and then once a month and then every six weeks, like as I was healing from that, honestly, just, I think misunderstanding of my relationship with food. um, I didn't have to go as much and I could kind of figure out how to have a more healthy relationship with food in the real world. Now, it's not something I feel like will ever be fully fully healed um, or fully fixed, but it definitely is something that I'm so much more aware of and I, I do feel like it changed my life and I now I would say eat into more intuitively and that is an entire other podcast like that is such a whole other podcast. but um, you know, I fuel my body and sometimes on the weekends I eat too much and that's okay. you know it's all it's just all about the balance. And not everyone – something that was hard for me to accept was that not everyone needed to have help with figuring out their relationship with food. And that bothered me. I didn't like that I was, like, different in this way and that it was something that was a challenge for me because it's also something you literally have to put in your body every day. But, you know, it's been – probably six years that I've been working on it. And and there are months where I don't even have to think about it. There are random weeks where I do or random weeks where I just have really bad body image and I really struggle or when I'm trying to buy new clothes and things just are not fitting right. It can really send me into like a hard place. But because of All the therapy I've been through before, I I don't see that therapist who was kind of specialized in that anymore. I now see one who's more generalized. We deal a lot with more of like my relationships with other humans, like not just romantic um, and a lot of self-worth. But, you know, my experience and my work on myself that I've done in all the years of therapy really mean that when I do have those hard days or I have those rough patches or I have a horrible experience in a fitting room, it doesn't send me into like a binge or it doesn't send me into like what does it all matter? I'm just going to gain all the weight that I had lost back. Like it's such a relief to know that I have tools to help me get through. Really, I feel like I get through most things because of the tools I've learned throughout all my years of therapy. And That's something I wish for everyone is just that they know that maybe you don't see someone regularly, but you know, you could call a therapist and be like, there is this thing going on or I'm going through this major life change and having someone to talk to or having someone that you know that you can go to who is like trained in this. um, I couldn't recommend it more because there are just those days where I leave therapy feeling like, oh, thank God I talked to her because otherwise I would be spiraling. Um, Recently, I've been in kind of a low or rather high anxiety, I guess, run. Typically, since my anxiety was really, really bad in college, I mean, it was debilitating. Um, I go through little phases and sometimes I don't always know why it's coming up. And sometimes I can pinpoint, you know, it's the move. It's not having a lot of friends here. It's being stressed because I feel like I have things to lose now, or I have so much to lose that sometimes that brings on anxiety. But I'm kind of in a spell right now that I don't necessarily know why it is coming up so much. But it's also like beyond therapy, it's so important to just think about the things that you can do to make yourself feel better in just a normal day. For me, that is getting back into a routine. I had traveled so much this summer that I think part of this anxiety that Is really kind of knocked me down for a couple weeks there. It was really hard to get myself to go do anything. I think I just felt so out of my routine and I wasn't working out regularly and I wasn't cooking at home and I wasn't really taking care of myself. And I told you guys a bit about that. But it is amazing how much just having a routine and making sure I move my body can really change the way I feel. Um, when I'm having kind of an anxious spell. And and it can go on for weeks. I had one year a couple years ago where I literally didn't sleep in the month of December. And I would only sleep during the day while I was napping. But like at night, I was just awake and it was awful. But um, luckily, this one's not like that. So that's good. But I think that one of the biggest things I've learned over the years in dealing with mental health is that like it's okay to get help for anything, even the good things. Like if something if you just got engaged and you suddenly feel kind of anxious, but you know it's not because oh this person's the wrong person for me. Maybe it's just because there's a lot to plan and this is a huge life event. And you know, how do you deal with such big changes when we, a lot of us have gotten used to living on our own or being single or you know living with our friends living with our family whatever it is and suddenly that's all going to change like you can go speak to someone even if it's a good thing and it doesn't have to be this like scary thing like it doesn't have to be a breakup it doesn't have to be something you're grieving um it can be good things that you still just need help processing and have a professional walk you through tools to like manage every expectation and every change that's going to happen and I, I just am like so hopeful that everyone listening to this has the chance to speak with someone. Um, it's also really important to have friends who understand when you say, wow, I'm kind of freaking out right now, or I'm having an anxiety attack, or I need to just verbalize these things. And your friends are not your therapists. Like always remember that they have their own lives and their own things going on. But having supportive friends who can say, oh man, are you taking care of yourself? Or are you do you need to talk to someone or anything like that? Like it's so important to have those kind of friends who understand that sometimes you're just going through shit and you're going to need to talk to a therapist too. But like to have those friends in the instant, it is really important. And if you have friends who just don't believe in therapy or don't believe that like you're allowed to have things feel wrong, even when your life is good, (laughs) find a friend who does believe that you're allowed to feel that way. And just know like none of this makes you weird. I think that's the biggest thing is that, well, I've probably said that about several things, but it's so important to know that everyone struggles with something and, and you can't see it from the outside. Like someone who you think is perfect and has this perfect life is probably like, oh, I have really bad anxiety or I have really bad body image or I struggle with X, Y, Z thing. And so you can't, like until you really 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 know someone to the point that they're going to open up about those things you can't just expect that the people who appear perfect don't have their own issues too like nothing about needing a little extra care for your brain and for your mental health makes you weird it makes you absolutely normal and it makes you human i don't know i just if if everyone was perfect how boring would that be well actually i wish none of us had struggles but That's just not realistic. And I think it's okay to accept or like it's good to accept that everyone has something that they deal with. It doesn't have to be like an uncomfortable thing. And the more that we can talk about it with our friends and our family, the better off we are. So I just want you guys all to know that. And my DMs are always open if you ever have questions about like how I got through some harder harder times. Um, I want to do such a larger episode on all of this someday because it's just so important. And I would love to have a professional who can talk us through like some really good tools. But for me, what I do, I I think for me, it's like there's so much that goes into having positive mental health and it ebbs and flows. It's always going to be in waves. It's not going to be like one day you're like, I did it. I got to the peak. I'm going to stay at the peak. Like some days you're at the peak and some days you're at the pit. Just I think knowing that there's another peak coming is such a big piece of getting through it. So even when I'm having, you know, honestly, like a couple weeks of pretty bad anxiety to the point where all I wanted to do was like sleep and like do my work and get through and, you know, get by. I also think the biggest thing that got me through was like, I knew that I could pull myself out of it. I knew I had to pull myself out of it because there's so much more like there's all these high moments in my life still coming. So the sooner I can pull myself out of it and get myself back to working out regularly and feeling good and hanging out with friends and making sure I'm not just literally sleeping and working because I was doing that. Um, that, is so important. And that's what gets you through like the really bad anxiety days is knowing that the next day might not be so bad, especially because I feel like I've developed some really good skills. Like I keep talking about how I go to work out. That is honestly 90% for my mental health, 10% for my physical health. It's great that it's good for my physical health. And whenever I feel more in shape and stronger, because it is a lot for me about feeling like strong in my body, um, I know my mental health is going to be better. Like it is just so much more improved when I feel like I'm taking care of myself in that way. And there's so many other things you can do. I love to like sit and read and have a glass of wine and anything that you can find that you love to do, just do it. And it will instantly like make you feel better. I mean, maybe not if it's like specifically only alcohol or drugs or something, because that's a whole other thing. But like, for me, it's like going on a hike with a really good view, talking on the phone with a friend, reading a good book, watching a really, really honestly garbage TV show. Sometimes that's all I can get in my brain at that time. Like when I'm struggling, all I want to watch is like Bachelor in Paradise and the Kardashians. And honestly, uh, even when I'm not struggling, I like to watch those things. So, but they just make me feel good. They're just feel good things that I know aren't going to stress me out more. Maybe you find like your comfort TV show. And if you're having, you know, you're anxious or you're feeling really low, you just put on your comfort TV show and it reminds you that like things, things will improve. Um, another important piece of this is like our mental health, our lives, our happiness are always going to be more important than like getting the promotion, working extra hours at your job, not having any boundaries with people. Like you have to set boundaries. You have to take vacations. You have to get some damn sleep. And I'm talking to myself. Um, Those things will improve your day instantly. Even just knowing you have like a little vacation plan. Maybe it's just a long weekend. You take two days off work. That's so important because we work so hard And if we don't sit around and we don't find ways to like celebrate everything we're doing all the time, we don't find ways to take care of our brains and shut off. We got to shut off from the screen sometimes. And that's hilarious. I'm saying this because like clearly you're streaming this somehow. So (laughs) you are probably accessing this podcast through a stream or through a screen, um, But if you can find some time, and my screen time has been so bad. I've just been scrolling, 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 and it's part of my job and it makes it hard. But like on the weekends, I really try to detach a little bit because it's such a good way for me to decompress and focus on just the other things that bring me joy that aren't just watching videos or consuming content of other people who appear to be living their best lives when really, guys, we know it's all curated for the camera and Some of it really is their best lives that they're living and some of it is just them showing off things that they want you to think is their best life. So there's so many pieces here, but I would really say like making sure you take some time for yourself. You set some boundaries, take some vacation, move your body, read the books you love, watch whatever trash TV you want. Those things are such small steps, but they are things that will improve just your day-to-day life and like your general mental health and also get some sleep and eat a balanced diet and do things that make you feel alive. Okay. Rant over, but I really, this is such an important topic to me. And I know that I will do more episodes on this. And I I would love if anyone, you know, wants to share some of their story with me, DM me at Erica Shea with three A's I'm happy to talk more about my experience and everything, you know, that led me to therapy and the things I've learned and all of that, but maybe in another episode, but I love you guys very much. I know this is a day late for world mental health day, but I hope you have, you know, thought more about your mental health and how to keep it improved or how to improve it more over the last couple of days. And if you ever want to talk about therapy or finding a good therapist, I I would love to talk. So I love you very much. Have a great week. I will talk to you next Tuesday. Bye.